TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The band. WFAN. Let's do a show, shall we? 302, a very good Sunday morning to you, New York City. It's Mike Flegelman with you. Fleegs on the fan here for the next four hours. Going until 7 a.m., we've got the great sus, Susumu Araki. He's with us on the other side of the glass. Kevin Dexter has your updates, as you heard, at the top of every hour. 877-337-6666. That's the number to call. You can tweet at me, at M Flegelman. It's M-F-L-I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N. And it's so cute to me in that update hearing Aaron Boone, Booney, the guy I called the useless little stooge manager on the warm-up show last week and on the morning show, still talking about this year's New York Yankees. This year's New York Yankees are dead, and the Yankees that we have all watched over the last 30 or so years, the Yankees that I grew up watching, the Yankees that, if you're around my age, you grew up either celebrating or fearing, those New York Yankees are long gone. The New York Yankees World Series window is slamming shut in front of our very eyes. And the last people who seem willing or able to acknowledge that are the Yankees themselves. The delusion that exists in the Bronx right now from Brian Cashman, from maybe Aaron Boone, although it's hard to tell exactly how much of what he says he really believes The delusion from Hal, I don't understand why the fans are upset with my last place baseball team, Steinbrenner. The New York Yankees, who once dominated not just the American League East, but really all of baseball, for a 15 to 20 year span, and even in the last 13, 14 years, while they haven't been to the World Series, or of course won a World Series, they've been for the most part a consistent playoff team, They've had 100-win seasons. They've looked dominant in the regular season. They've given you postseason runs, at least to the LCS. Those Yankees are gone. It's over. The Yankees don't want to call it. Some optimistic fans don't want to call it. They're still clinging on to, well, anything can happen. You just get in and you can get lucky. I've always argued that I believe the playoffs are a crapshoot to an extent less than certain teams, especially someone like Brian Cashman will try to tell you. Even if that's the case, that's not one I want to hang my hat on. It's why, as a Mets fan, I was coming on the station in mid-June saying this team has to sell 
because the idea of whatever team you root for, especially if it's a big market team, getting in and just hoping to get hot in the right three to four week span, that's not good enough to me. When you are one of the premier franchises in a sport, and the Yankees are the standard, at least they used to be, they should be in Major League Baseball. They should be the team that every other one is looking at during the season and say, we have to catch the New York Yankees. Well, the New York Yankees have been caught by just about everyone in their division and maybe all four teams in their division. And when I look at this team long-term, I think things are going to get worse for the Yankees before they get better. The Yankees are a team right now. They are fifth out of five in the American League East. And they're not a traditional last place team. They're above 500. They're not an embarrassment. But there is something to say about where you are in relative to the competition that you need to beat. Even with uh, three wild cards, simple math tells you if you have the three division winners and three wild cards, there's no such thing as a fifth place team that can make the postseason. So even if the Yankees are still the seventh or eighth best team in the American League, which they're not right now seventh, but they're close to enough to being that if they wanted to argue it. You can't be worse than four teams in your division and make the playoffs. It's not mathematically possible. Maybe one day baseball continues to expand the playoffs, and I'm sure they'll look to do it, and we'll get there. But right now, we're not there. So the Yankees right now are the worst team in their own division. They're looking up at all these teams, still convinced that organizations like the Orioles and the Rays and the Blue Jays are trying to close the gap on them. And there's been an elephant in the room that when we talk about the Yankees long-term, nobody seems to want to acknowledge. So we're going to do that here. Because when you talk about the Yankees maybe bouncing back, maybe having a big offseason, which on its surface, is now hard to believe it's possible because I was a fool who thought last year, surely there's no way that after signing Carlos Rodon, a move that has been an absolute disaster, but one that I didn't hate for the Yankees. I said there was no way Brian Cashman is going to be dumb enough to stop there. The Yankees told you after they signed Carlos Rodon and brought Aaron Judge back, a move they had to make, a move that Hal Steinbrenner, to his credit, stepped up and pushed across the finish line. Surely there's no way that they're just going to stop. And they did. I didn't believe. The last time I was on the air was right before the trade deadline. Two weeks ago, I was in Saratoga for the weekend, tracking all of the Max Scherzer drama from the racetrack, trying to hide from the rain on Saturday. And last weekend, I was in California, and then spent Saturday trying to get back from California, which was a little bit of an adventure. So the last time I was on the air, excluding the warm-up shows I did with CeeLo, was before the trade deadline, when I was convinced that, of course, Brian Cashman is going to do something. There's no way Brian Cashman is just going to stand pat at the trade deadline and watch other teams around him improve, in his own division improve, and just count on this team as is to make a run. Well, he did. And you know what, Brian, you did in the process? Not only did you close the door on this year's New York Yankees, I think it is very fair to say that you 
began to close the door, if not fully shut it, on the Yankees next year and beyond. The Yankees are a team carried by two superstars, Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole. Aaron Judge, they just brought back as they needed to do. He's missed time this year, but he still went healthy, one of the best hitters in baseball. And that's being generous to some other guys. If you want to throw Otani in the mix, if you want to throw Cunha in the mix, you could very easily argue that when healthy, Aaron Judge is the best hitter, best position player in Major League Baseball. Aaron Judge is already on the wrong side of 30. The other star that the Yankees rely on is Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, for the last half a decade, now in his fourth season with the Yankees, has been the most reliable starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. Maybe the best over that entire three and a half going on four-year span, but certainly the most reliable. Garrett Cole is in his early 30s. How long does the door stay open with him? And here's the elephant in the room that I alluded to earlier. Garrett Cole signed a nine-year deal worth $36 million a year. Nine years, $324 million. Garrett Cole has an opt-out after next season with four years, $144 million left on that deal. There is a strong chance. I would actually argue for the first part of this, there is a 100% chance if Garrett Cole stays healthy through next season, he is opting out of that deal. Because he is worth, even at what would be going into his age 34 season, worth a whole lot more than four years, $144 million. And we know Garrett Cole grew up wanting to be a Yankee and loves being a Yankee. But if Garrett Cole just spent the five best years of his prime not winning with the New York Yankees, will he be inclined to stay? That's even if the Yankees are offering the kind of money that Garrett Cole can get after that. At 34, you don't think Garrett Cole, based on the pitching market right now, can take that 4-144 and turn it into five years, $200 million? I certainly think he'd get that in a heartbeat. He might get more than that. You don't think the Dodgers, who tried to sign old Max Scherzer, old Justin Verlander, the Dodgers wouldn't be intrigued by Garrett Cole? Five years, $200 million, $40 million a year for, again, the most reliable starter in all of Major League Baseball. As much as the Dodgers think about all the love that organization and those fans had for Kershaw over the years, how much time he spent on the injured list, how shaky he was in the postseason. You don't get either of those flaws with Garrett Cole. You get a guy who's going to make 30-plus starts and who's going to deliver for you in October. You don't think they'd be easily willing to throw five years, $200 million his way? That's just one team. There would be others. This window that the Yankees seem content to just sit with and just assume every year things are going to work out for them. The Yankees, I talked about it with CeeLo on the warm-up last week, and I've talked about it on these shows. They have an arrogance about them that is unparalleled. That They really think that nothing that's gone wrong in the last few years is their fault. 
They played no part in any of it. The last six years, the Yankees not winning was just bad luck. This year, the four teams in their division being better than them is just bad luck. It's insulting to the fans, and I will give a lot of Yankees fans credit because we kid with Mets uh, with Yankees fans a lot about how spoiled they are, and I've said it too, and there were times where I've believed it. If a Yankees fan will complain about 90-plus wins not being 100 or in certain years only making it to the LCS, there are times where it could come off as a little spoiled. Not now. That's done. Yankees fans have watched their brain trust, the men leading their organization, not do anywhere close to everything in their power to try to win a championship. Yankees fans have every right to scream and yell and moan and be furious with this organization right now because the New York Yankees organization hasn't fully given up. They're still above 500. They still have a very high payroll, but they have not done nearly enough. And there's so much time spent on arguing who's responsible. Is it Boone? Is it Cashman? Is it Hal? It's everybody. They're all responsible. They're all at fault. They all put this team in a position where if I asked you over the next four years, is there an American League East team that would trade places with the Yankees? And I would say right off the bat, without even thinking about it, three of them would say no. And that should be embarrassing for the Yankees. That small market teams like the Rays, who have been to the World Series twice, never actually won one. And the Orioles, who outside of a little burst with Buck in the 2010s, have been awful for pretty much my entire lifetime. I was just starting to watch baseball in the mid-90s. As the Orioles were ending, my baseball watching was beginning. Even them, who won't spend a dime to improve their team, they wouldn't trade places with the Yankees. The Blue Jays, who have a decent, respectable payroll and some stars and have developed really well, they wouldn't trade places with the Yankees. You might be able to have a conversation about the Red Sox, but honestly, I would even take their roster and their minor league system, granted that they would have to make the right decisions with it that they haven't always done, But right now, they might shape up better long-term than the Yankees. That should be sending red flags all over Yankee Stadium. Alarms should be blaring. The Yankees' championship window is slamming shut in front of them. And they don't seem to realize it. And I will tell you now, Yankees fans, remember this. A year from now, a year and a few months... Honestly, this could even happen 11 months from now because if the Yankees are in a bad spot next regular season and there are whispers about Garrett Cole maybe opting out, don't be surprised if you hear questions of, well, will the Yankees trade Garrett Cole? Should the Yankees trade Garrett Cole and load up on prospects for a team that might soon need a rebuild? You might be able to argue that if the Yankees were really dedicated to winning, if they really cared all that much, that they could have an offseason where they made changes. 
spent a good amount of money. Not crazy. As Listen, as the Mets just told you, as the Padres are telling you this year, money's not going to cure everything. But it can fix a lot of these problems. The Yankees didn't have to go into the season without a left fielder. They could have signed plenty of guys. The name I had been talking about with the Yankees for two years was Tommy Pham, who signed a one-year $6 million deal with the Mets and was very good and got traded to Arizona. Not that he's an all-star. Not that he's going to light the world on fire. Could the Yankees have used a guy with a 750 to 820 OPS to hit 260 or so with occasional pop in left field? Yeah, because in the Yankees lineup, a guy like that would look like Babe Ruth, especially when Aaron Judge was hurt. Brian Cashman, and to an extent, Hal Steinbrenner, because Cashman mentioned the budget when he met the media last week or two weeks ago. Budget constraints is why maybe they didn't address a position like left field. These two men put the Yankees in this position where they are not a legitimate contender, where they are the fifth best team in their own division, where they are a team that is going to possibly have to break it down before they build back up. A team with a flawed, top-heavy major league roster and an average-at-best minor league system. There's no excuse for it. There should be no tolerating it. And if you're a Yankees fan who is livid and won't tolerate it, I'm not going to fight with you. You want Cashman gone? You want Boone gone? You wish Howe would sell the team? I can't blame you. If you think things are ugly for the Yankees right now, just wait. There's a good chance it's about to get a whole lot worse. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.